This episode of the Consulting Pipeline Podcast is brought to you by TrustVelocity.com. What is Trust Velocity, you might ask? There's a lot of advice out there about how to generate leads. Everything from throw up some Facebook ads to get out there and press the flesh, as they say, at uh, local meetups to, you know, all kinds of other things. The problem, I believe, with all of this advice is that it lacks context about how those lead generation activities can actually build trust with prospective clients. And I believe that trust is one of the critical ingredients in being able to sell high-priced, expensive services like yours. So I put together TrustVelocity.com. It's really simple. It's a list of currently 46 lead generation techniques. I've got a few more that I need to add. And they're all profiled based on their effectiveness at building trust and how quickly they can build trust. Check it out. It's at trustvelocity.com. It's a useful resource for folks who are interested in looking at all the options for lead generation and choosing ones that are going to be more effective for them at building trust. Today, I've got a reader question. This comes from Mr. G, and uh, this is a question from my list. It's relevant, I think, to folks who are trying to transition out of some kind of situation that looks a lot like full-time work. So that could be contract work, that could be an actual FTE-type job, or that could be a, any kind of, um, even a freelancing situation that has a lot of structure where perhaps you are operating as a freelancer but really functioning a lot more like a like an employee where you have to show up at set work hours and so forth. So I asked Mr. G how his business is going and he said I'm going to uh, paraphrase a little bit here. Time to work on the business is still the biggest struggle. It's hard to justify spending any money right now or reducing my income uh, because he has an hourly contract gig right now. So it's hard to justify working less or uh, spending money to now to work on the future. My hope is currently to finish up this contract, which has been going on for over a year now, and then finally ditch hourly for fixed price, which would allow more flexibility in doing the work that Mr. G is trying to do to uh, research a potential area of focus. So that's the question, and I think it's a, it's a great one. It's, it's also one that I've heard in various forms before because it's so common when you have that situation, when, when your main source of revenue or your only source of revenue is uh, something that looks a lot like a full-time job, it is very difficult to do what I recommend, which is as you're investigating, narrowing down your focus, you want to do some market research to make sure that the area that you're thinking about specializing in, whether that's a market vertical or a particular type of problem, or perhaps both, perhaps you're going to combine the two to have a really specific narrow focus. Doing that research is critical, and it, the way that I recommend doing it is exactly how Cindy Alvarez recommends in her book, Lean Customer Development. A few uh, minor tweaks, but in general, the, the overall process is exactly how she recommends. And what she recommends is you have to talk to people. And for most of us, that means we have to 
adapt to fit their schedule. So if I reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm thinking about making a change to my business, you have a lot of experience in this area, and I think you can save me a, a potentially a, you know, from making a very expensive mistake by choosing a focus for my business that's not a good one. Would you please talk to me for 15, 20 minutes uh, by phone at your convenience so that I can learn a little more uh, about your world? That's the essence of what you're doing when you're reaching out to set up these types of interviews. And it, it demands that you have some flexibility in your schedule to be able to accommodate uh, talking to them whenever is convenient for them. A lot of people will, you know, out of the goodness of their heart, I suppose, try to be as flexible as they can be on their end. But often, you know, you're, you're um, reaching out to people, asking them for a favor. You can't get real demanding and say, well, you know, thanks so much for being willing to help. Uh, I insist now that you meet me at this particular time on this particular day and, you know, drop whatever else you're doing so you can make that meeting. So that's the research method that I recommend. It is like my way, you know, like I'm sometimes cruising through my Facebook feed, looking at the kind of ads that get targeted at me. And I, you know, I, I guess Facebook has a pretty good picture of who I am because the type of ads that are targeted at me are things like, uh, that are promising to help me get uh, high, what do they say, like high dollar clients uh, with just a, you know, one simple ad and a webinar or something like that. And, and maybe that stuff works. And it certainly seems to present, uh, portray a kind of way of doing things that seems so easy. But I have questions. <laughs> uh, so by contrast, the way that I advise people to uh, get things done in terms of market research seems pretty uh hard and difficult and in the short term unrewarding and um, it's demanding on your your time and, and your schedule. I don't know. I, I mean, if, if there was an easier way, I'd be the first one here telling you about it. I do not know an easier way to get the kind of information I think you need to get to be a, effective in specializing. So one idea uh, for Mr. G is to carve out an hour in the morning every day. This idea doesn't come from me. I've heard this from at least one other source. And I think it's, um, I don't think really anybody owns this idea. <laughs> the idea is just get up earlier. And, the, you know, that's not a like a personal insult, like you lazy bum, you're staying in bed too long. It's more of a, uh, just a, a sort of framework. Like for some people, it might be they just after the kids have gone to bed, they stay up later in the evening. Uh, for me, it would work better to just set the alarm earlier and get up early, an hour earlier every day to work on whatever project it is you're trying to work on that's outside of your, your sort of FTE situation, your full-time gig. And that can help you do things that are asynchronous in nature, things like, okay, I'm going to send out some outreach emails and try to get some interviews scheduled or um, what have you, but it still doesn't really help with this sort of core challenge of my employer expects my butt to be in this chair from this time to this time. And that also happens to be the time <laughs> during which I would like to be, uh, available to do interviews or what have you. And I just think any kind of, um, 
less than fully honest approach like, oh, it's an emergency, I got to take this call, is eventually going to kind of come back to haunt you. So I don't really advocate doing anything like that. So I would just say in this case, downgrade your research efforts from synchronous stuff, like talking to somebody on the phone, which is for people selling professional services, I really think there's, there's no real substitute for that. You can do a certain amount of online research, and you absolutely should. And depending on the way in which you're thinking about specializing, that could be uh, very effective. Or it could yield absolutely nothing, whereas uh, a conversation with the right person could be tremendously productive in terms of giving you insight into their world, their needs, et cetera, and, and therefore help you understand what would be a good way to specialize and, and how, to, how to make the sale to that person. So those synchronous real-time conversations that involve listening to somebody's voice as they answer questions that you've asked, are there, there's just really no substitute. But in this situation, some, something would be better than nothing. And so what I would say is downgrade from a synchronous conversation to something asynchronous where you're essentially interviewing them via, via email. And it's not going to be as effective. It's not going to be as productive in terms of yielding insights that you can make use of. But it's better than nothing, I think. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say, well, you should just get a different job. Because I know for in a lot of situations it would be incredibly disruptive. So that's not really the solution. I think the solution is a sort of Band-Aid solution to downgrade from, uh, you know, a synchronous to an asynchronous conversation over email. So, Mr. G, hope that helps. Thanks for the question, and uh, talk to you all later.